0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Eagles Galaxy Podcast, our very first episode. I'm very excited to bring it to you guys. Today we're going to talk about Eagles coaching staff, what I think should happen with the coaching staff, what I think will happen with the coaching staff, candidates for DC and OC, talk about Jim Schwartz, possibly leaving, all kinds of things. You know, I originally wanted to talk about Sunday's game with the Seahawks. And I wanted to rant about that hit on Carson Wentz. But you know what, guys? I just want to move past that at this point. That game's over. It's been over for about... About four days now. And, uh... We all know what everybody thinks about Jadavian Clowney. He's trash. But let's move past that. You've heard all you needed to hear about that. You've heard all you wanted to hear about that. Let's talk about something else. So I'm going to talk about... Like I said earlier, the Eagles coaching staff, rumors, and all that. This will probably be a shorter video. I kind of wanted to get this first episode out, make it short, but, you know, still interesting, hopefully. So let's get right into it. Let's start talking about Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz is interviewing with the Browns today for their head coaching position. He's a viewed as the favorite for the job, apparently. So, I don't know. I just have a feeling he's probably going to leave for Cleveland. But the thing is, even if he doesn't leave for Cleveland, apparently Doug Peterson... Now, maybe they're just looking too far into what he said. Maybe they're just thinking too hard about what he said. But Doug Peterson was according to people was uncommittal about Jim Swartz being on his coaching staff next season. Now I'm just paraphrasing here because I don't know the exact quote. I don't remember what the exact quote was, but as long as Along the lines of, they asked him, even if he doesn't go to the Browns, do you think he will remain with the Eagles? Doug Peterson says, as of right now, yes. As of right now, yes, he is on my staff. Well, I have no reason to believe he wouldn't be back on the Eagles if he doesn't go to Cleveland. I mean, every year he's been here, we have had a top 10 defense. Every year. Except maybe 2016. Every year he's been here, we've had a top 10 defense. Even with the lack of talent around his defense, in his defense... He still manages to get them to be a top 10 unit in the NFL. And that's very impressive. Now, I'm not saying we have no talent on our defense. Because obviously, we got Fletcher Cox. We got Brandon Graham. We got Derek Barnett, who who has a lot of potential in my eyes. Josh Sweat's got potential. All kinds of guys on the defensive line. But we're stagnant in our linebacker core. Although, I see some potential in Nate Gary. I love Nate Gary. He'll do something. If we keep him aboard, he will be good. So is Nigel Bradham. He is good. But other than that, we have no talent after the D-line. Malcolm Jenkins, but he's aging in my opinion. People talking about, we better re-sign Jenkins. He won't come back if we don't give him a new contract. Get him the contract, Howie. Let him walk, Howie, is what I say. I say let him walk. Now, that might be controversial. You might think that sounds stupid. But listen, yeah, I know. He plays every snap every season. He has for the past two seasons. Good for him. That's very impressive. But what really has he done? Yeah, he's made some good tackles. He's got maybe one, two picks in the past two seasons. And uh Yeah, I know being a defensive back isn't all just about interceptions. But he's not a playmaker anymore, okay? He will make it, he will make a tackle, he will do his job. And he does it to a pretty good level. But he's getting older, he's 32 years old. I just don't think we should resign him. I think we should let him go. He's been here for a long time. We need some younger people out there. Rodney McLeod, I'm not sure about him either. Trade him, cut him. I think we I like McLeod, to be honest. He he'll knock the crap out of you. I like that. He's intense. He's a good player. Keep McLeod, maybe. I wouldn't cry if he leaves, but there's that, and then we get to our corners. Oh God, our corners in our defensive back scenario. So I think about Jalen Mills. He's one guy I like. Jalen Mills. I would like to keep him an Eagle. What I think we should do with him is okay. Let Malcolm walk, and then move. Jalen Mills from corner to safety and give him a shot there. Because safety was what he played in college. It's his natural position. And who knows what could happen if we stick him back in his natural position. I mean, we all saw what happened with Minka Fitzpatrick. He was stagnant in Miami. Wasn't doing much. Just an okay player. Nothing to knock your socks off. Kind of looking like a bust, almost. I mean, not too... Not terrible, but not amazing either. He was about an average football player, which isn't what you expect when he's drafted as high as he is by Miami. Well, Pittsburgh trades for him. Stick him at safety, and he goes off. Five interceptions. Just from the time... That Pittsburgh picked him up at the trade deadline to the end of the season. He gets five interceptions when he had none in Miami. He went off when he got to play the position that he knows the best. So maybe if you stick Jalen Mills, I'm not going to say he does that kind of stuff. But you stick him at safety, who knows? Maybe we get a similar situation. Maybe he becomes a very solid safety. Maybe even a Pro Bowl safety. I can see it. Jalen Mills has got some talent. He's, he's made some big plays for this team at cornerback. But he's just too slow. It's not that he doesn't have talent. It's not that he can't cover. It's not that he's a bad player. He is too slow to play cornerback. With the receivers in this league, he is too slow. Ronald Darby, on their hand, get him out of here. I want him gone. I don't want him anywhere near this organization ever again. He's pure trash. When he's not hurt, he's getting burnt. When he's not hurt, he is getting burnt. He's giving up big plays, giving up huge touchdowns. He can't cover at all. He couldn't cover if you walked up to him, held a gun to his face and said, Hey, you got to cover this guy. Don't give up a single touchdown in this game. Or I will shoot you and kill you. He could not do it. He would end up getting shot because he could not do it because he is that bad of a corner. I don't care what the receiver is. They will burn him at least one time. Probably even three times. At least three times in that game. I don't care who the receiver is. It could be our receivers. He probably gets burned every day in practice. I can't stand him. They keep him at they keep him as a starting corner because we I don't even know why. He's got no place there. And then Sidney Jones, you can say whatever you want about Sidney Jones. He's made some big plays. He made some big plays down the line during the season. He's not it, man. He's not. He he is a bust. Yeah, we drafted him in the second round. But even if he went in the first round, oh, who knows? Maybe if he didn't hurt that leg, maybe he wouldn't be like he is now. I can't say for sure that he wouldn't be a lot better. Wouldn't be that first-round talent that everybody's saying he was if he never hurt his leg. But he did hurt his leg, and I'm also not saying that the hurt leg is the reason behind him being trash. But he's not good either. He's just as bad as Darby. At least Eagles. Seem to have learned that because they put him on the bench after a couple games. Because they're like, dude, this guy's just bad. He's bad. He don't need to be on the field. He is a liability. But what I'm saying is every single defensive back on the team is a liability. The only defensive back I like is Razul Douglas. I also like Avante Maddox. Only ones that I think have showed me that they can cover. Brazil Douglas does not give up a lot of big plays he doesn't but he is also slow but he was physical a lot more physical than Jalen is over there at his corner position and he can he's faster than Jalen too he's not the fastest corner in the league by no means but he's kind of sl- he's kind of slow. But he is the best cover corner, in my opinion, on the team. Avante Maddox, he's got speed, but he's short. Uh. He's a slot corner. Corban LeBlanc. I know all you guys love him because he made that interception in the divisional playoff game. He picked off Drew Brees. What has he done before or since that? Please tell me. He probably did do something, but I can't... I don't know what it is. He hasn't shown me anything. In fact, I've seen him give up more big plays than he's made. He's not the savior that everybody thinks he is. Our biggest weakness on our defensive, on the defense anyway, by far, is our defensive backs. And I think if you fix that situation and you keep Jim Schwartz, we will go from top 10 to top 5 every year. Maybe even the best defense in the NFL. Jim Schwartz is a good defensive coordinator. I don't care what anybody says. He is good at his job. He is great at his job, in fact. I don't think he has head coaching prowess. We saw that in Detroit. Who knows? Maybe he said if he goes to Cleveland. If he goes to Cleveland, I'll wish him nothing but the best. But I hope that he stays here. But if he does not, I was looking up here, looking around, looking at some stuff. Some of our defensive coordinators, candidates, there's obviously Wade Phillips, who is not Going to be re-signed by the Rams. The Rams are letting him go, essentially letting him go into coaching free agency. I don't really like him, to be honest. I don't like I don't want him. Yeah, he is a defensive genius, or was he a defensive genius? The past two seasons. The Rams defense. Have not been that good. Remember last year they also gave up that. They gave up over 50 points. Yeah it was the Chiefs offense. But they still gave up over 50 points in a game. That was Wade Phillips defense. This year they weren't that good. The, The Cowboys. Yeah they're number one. They put 30 points on them. There's all kinds of teams. They. They aren't that good either. I think Wade Phillips, he's 79 years old. I'm not knocking Wade Phillips. He's a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator, Hall of Fame coach. But he wouldn't fit he wouldn't be he's not he, he shouldn't be our D coordinator. I'm sorry, but he shouldn't. We also got Brett Bielema, I've seen his name thrown around for a couple teams. Namely the Giants. But also us. The Patriots defensive... Not defensive coordinator. Patriots defensive line coach. Um, It might be good. It might be good. I don't know. The Patriots D-line looks pretty dang good. And... I got something to tell you guys. I I live in Arkansas. Doesn't change my die-hard fandom for the Philadelphia Eagles. I love my Eagles. Got them tattooed on my body. I love them to death. But I also love the Arkansas Razorbacks. And Brad Bielema was our coach in Arkansas from 2013 to 2016. And we always had a pretty good, pretty dang good defense. During his time there. Some good defensive names have come out of Arkansas From the, during his time. Trey Flowers, Trey Greenlaw, Martell Spate. Might not know Martell Spate, but I know you know Trey Flowers and Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw made that game saving tackle. Week 17 Sunday night. For the 49ers against the Seahawks. Say so that game saving goal line tackle. Of course, there's Trey Flowers. Like I said. So he can coach the defense. And I I wouldn't throw a fit, but I also wouldn't go, woo, either. I wouldn't celebrate either. I'd be like, okay, we'll see what he can do. We also got matt burke our defensive special assistant i don't like this i don't i just don't like it no nothing on matt burke i mean he would probably probably if he doesn't go to cleveland with jim schwartz here, series or dc he probably would not be that much different when it comes to scheme He'd probably do a lot of what Jim Schwartz does, but I just don't like the idea of promoting in-house right now. That's what we do with Mike Groh. We saw how that turned out. That also goes for Deuce Staley on the OC. Now, I'm not saying Deuce Staley be bad. He'd probably, he probably he might be good. He probably would be good. But I just don't want to take that risk again. But we'll talk about OCs in a minute. Defensive coordinators, we're talking about. Talk about the corners right now. Chris Ricard, the Cowboys' defensive backs coach. He, the Cowboys, their defensive backs weren't bad. They weren't terrible. They didn't do that bad of a job. It was really the run. It's really the run defense that killed them. For the most part. Couldn't stop the run to save their lives a lot of times. I don't know about him either. He looks promising. He looked promising in Dallas as much as I hate to say it. Because I hate saying anything good about Dallas at all. But he looked promising in Dallas. Dallas had a decent defense for the most part. Yeah, they gave up a... When it mattered most, they fell flat. That's my one knock against. That's one of my biggest knocks against him. So I don't know if he can handle big time situations. Marvin Lewis, D coordinator, or for D coordinator, Bengals head coach. He was the D coordinator for the Ravens for a while. He coached Ray Lewis. And Terrell Suggs in his prime, and Ed Reed—some of the best defenses ever he coached. He knows defense, man. I'd be actually very happy with this hire. That would be one of those things, one of those hires where I'd be like, "Woohoo! Heck yeah! Let's go! Let's go see it! I'm ready for next season." But only if Jim Schwartz don't come back. Those are the candidates that I've found for defensive coordinator. There's probably a lot more out there. But these are the ones that stuck out the most to me. The ones I wanted to talk about the most. But if I had to choose, I would want to keep Jim Schwartz. I like Jim Schwartz a lot. I know a lot of people give him crap during the season. Myself included sometimes. Sometimes during a game. I'll th- Like during that Dolphins game. I was one of the people yelling fire Jim Schwartz. I do it sometimes. Yeah I do. I, fi- I, I will think to myself. Get Jim Schwartz out of here. I'm tired of him. But then after the game I sit and think. I'm like you know what. Jim Schwartz does a good job. He just has no talent on the back end. And for that I blame Howie Roseman. For refusing to address our defensive back situation for the longest time. I think defensive backs has by far been our worst, our biggest weakness until this year. Our biggest weakness was right receiver. But before then, our biggest weakness was defensive backs since at least... 2016 and he has not done a dang thing to fix that situation yeah he drafted Sidney Jones in the second round he drafted Razul Douglas he drafted Avante Maddox but those guys really seem like the kind of people that are going to fix situations they're gonna fix a big problem They feel like somebody you can stick in and then they instantly become Richard Sherman or Jalen Ramsey, Patrick Peterson. No, they're not that kind of people. They're not. We need to hit free agency and we need to hit the draft for some defensive backs this year. It's very important. offensive coordinator looks like this episode will turn out to be a full a more full length episode but uh offensive coordinators we got Kellen Moore was one of my candidates and I know what I was saying about Chris Picard Kellen Moore was a first year offensive coordinator for Dallas And he had them as a top, the number one offense, in fact. Number one offense in the NFL as a first-year coordinator. Yes, he made a lot of mistakes. Yes, he made some boneheaded decisions. But those are just, to come from somebody so young in his profession. Even the oldest, even Bill Belichick makes mistakes sometimes. Well, the point I'm trying to make is he's going to grow and he's very promising. And he's got a very promising future. He will probably be one of the best OCs in the game before too long. But, take him out of your brain. Because he's, I saw he more than likely is going to stay in Dallas under Mike McCarthy. So, just forget about him. Forget about him. I don't have a lot of names for OC. There's Jay Gruden. He could be one. He could be a good one. You never know. There's Freddie Kitchens. When he was the OC during last year, last season when they fired Hugh Jackson, they brought in Greg Williams. He was the head coach. And then Freddie Kitchens will show. See, the Browns' offense looked pretty good to me. He can be an offensive coordinator. Freddie Kitchens can. He's just not an all. He's just not a head coach, at least not yet. But he can be a good offensive coordinator. I saw that he's interviewing with Dallas today. Not Dallas. Uh, dang it! He's interviewing with the Giants today. My bad. Forgive me. <laughs> One interesting thing is I've heard people toss around was Josh McCown. Josh McCown, I would love to keep him in Philly either as a player or on the coaching staff. I don't know about offensive coordinator right away but I think he'd be an excellent wide receiver coach. Which brings me into Carson Welch not why we should be a quarterback coach. But that also does bring me into what I think should happen with our offensive jobs. Because Mike, we don't even, I'm talking about OCs, but we don't even know if Mike Rowe is going to leave. Doug Peterson's talking about how he loved what Mike Rowe did in 2019. He seemed really committed on keeping him and Carson Welch under the staff. Dear God, why? Don't know. But he seems to really like Mike Rowe. Yet, I also saw a report today. On the Instagram page. Birds over boys. Shout outs to them. If you know them. Go follow them on Instagram. Birds over boys. Really good page. Not even really a page. He's like an Eagles community. He's the best. Follow him. But anyway. I saw on his page. Report. That apparently there's going to be. coach, Major coach. There should be. Major coaching changes. Today. From Philadelphia. Who knows. They might have happened. While I'm recording this episode. But. He said Mike Grow as a now should stay. Doug did. He said Carson Welch will probably stay. Our wide receiver coach. Two guys that I think need to go the most. Wide receivers have been horrid. They've been terrible. Even to be honest, even in 2017, didn't have a single thousand yard. I can't remember the last time we've had a thousand yard receiver. I'm talking about receiver, not tight end. Receiver. I can't remember a time. We need a thousand yard receivers for Carson Wentz. We all know our quarrels with Mike Grow. Terrible. Like talk about when we traded for Golden Tate, he couldn't he couldn't figure out what to do with Golden Tate. He couldn't he didn't know how to, one of the best receivers in the game, no Hall of Famer, he, but you know what I'm saying, very solid receiver, in my opinion one of the better receivers in the game, seems to have lost a little bit, but I think he still had a lot of talent, he could have done a lot more than what he'd done if we knew how to use him 2018. Micro said he openly admitted that he didn't know how to use cold and tape. Who's to say if we get a new receiver in free agency, who's to say he won't be like, I don't know how to use him. I don't know how to use this guy. I don't know how to use him. I mean, this guy's—he's terrible. He was fired by his own dad in college. His own dad. But we thought he was good enough to run an NFL offense. Get some of the best defenses ever. The best defenses in the world. We decided we're going to run this guy against them. We're going to have this guy run our offense to go against them. No. That's not how it works, guys. We need a good OC. Same things go for Carson Welch. He can't do his job either. Like I said, it's been a long time since, at least in my memory, that we've had and off a wide receiver go over a thousand yards. I remember he was making it a big deal when Alshon Jeffrey got 800 yards. And yeah, that's good. That's a good season. But it's not the season that we all want. We want thousand-yard seasons. That's what I want anyway. Guarantee Carson Wentz would love to have himself a thousand-yard receiver. Speaking of Carson Wentz, we need to fire our quarterback Coach Press Taylor too because I don't think he does a good job coaching Carson Wentz. As amazing as Carson Wentz has been, he has been good. I don't care what anybody says. He has been a good, one of the best things about this team, the best thing about this team, him and Zach Ertz. Are the two best players on this team bar none. Fletcher Cox too. But Carson Wentz... Does not seem to be the same quarterback as he was in 2017 when Frank Reich left, and that's not a knock against Carson Wentz. He's played well. I don't care what anybody says. He has played well. Only quarterback ever the 4,000 yards with five, with not even having a single receiver goal over 500 yards receiving. He took that team. Of nothing but practice squad players. Some, most of them, were either undrafted rookies or they weren't even in the NFL a year ago. You got them all off practice squads, free agents. Took them to the playoffs. Don't care what competition you're talking about. What competition you're saying he you did it against? That's still impressive. These guys are still. These defenses are still NFL starters. They can do anything on any given day. The Jets beat the Cowboys. The Falcons beat the 49ers. It happens all the time. The Broncos beat the Texans. They beat the Texans down. Last year, the Jaguars beat the Pats. Beat the Patriots. With Blake Bortles at quarterback. See what I'm saying? This is the NFL, anything can happen on any given day. These are all professional athletes, they're all the best at what they do in the world. One of the best in the world. It's not like what we did. I see people try I say, well, you say that, then why does everybody try to use it as an accomplishment for Carson Wentz? From what he did with the offensive coordinators, why they always with what he did with his practice squad players, as you called them, why is it so impressive what he did? If you also try and say that the other team, no matter how crappy they were, record-wise, are still professional defensive athletes. Well, the also thing I said was the other team was starters. We were using people that were on the practice squad. Undrafted rookies. It's different than a starter. Yeah, you never know one of them could blossom into a freaking superstar future Hall of Famer. I don't know about Greg Ward being that good, but Greg Ward's got a lot of potential in my eyes. I really like Greg Ward. Point is, as good as Carson Wentz has been, just imagine what he would be like if we had a quarterbacks coach that could do something for him. Like, for instance, if we asked Josh McCown, hey, you want to be our quarterbacks coach? He could do wonders with Carson Wentz. He was a good quarterback himself, no matter what anybody says. You guys might hate me for this, but he was twice the quarterback Nick Foles was. I guarantee if he had the pre- pre- preparation that Nick Foles had going into Sunday, we would have won Sunday. We would have won. We probably would have beat Green Bay. I know what I'm not saying we we're going to win the Super Bowl, but we would have at least beat the Seahawks but jim schwartz might go to cleveland we might keep Mike grow hopefully we don't but it's looking that way changes are supposed to come today i hope you got, that's probably going to be it for today's episode i really hope you guys enjoyed i enjoy making it i can't wait to bring you guys more Sorry if this was a bad sounding episode. First time ever doing this. Hope you guys enjoy. You guys have a great day. Go Eagles.